Welcome to Live with the Pricing Lady. I'm Janine, your hostess. This show is all about helping you build a sustainably profitable business while making an unbelievable impact on your world. Learn from my 20 years of experience and from my guests as we discuss their pricing challenges, failures, and successes. Pricing is a way of being or behaving in your business. My mission is to help you confidently charge for the value you deliver. Pricing is either hurting or helping your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. In this episode, I sit down with Dr. Carrie O'Graham, the course doctor. She shares how at the beginning she found herself pricing based on ease. This is something many entrepreneurs find themselves doing at the beginning or may not even realize. She did and understood that not only was it not reflecting the energy and resources and effort she put into her programs, but it also wasn't reflecting the value her customers got. So let's take a look at Carrie's journey. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone, and welcome to today's guest, Dr. Carrie O'Graham. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Janine. How are you? I'm great. I'm super excited to have you here on the show with me today. Why don't we kick off with a few of the quick fire questions so that we can get to know you better. Absolutely. First of all, Carrie, where are you calling in from today? I'm calling in from Charlotte, North Carolina, in the east coast of the States. Mm-hmm. Carrie, what would you describe as your superpower? My superpower is that I have an amazing listening ear, and I'm really proud of it because I've it has really helped a number of people in my personal life, as well as I pull it in my in my business and it helps my clients as well. So yeah. I would guess it helps you too, right? I mean, you oh, ab- to listen as well. Absolutely. I say that I listen to what's said, but I also listen to what's listen for what's not said. And that's so telling in my business for sure. Fantastic. Next question. What's one interesting thing that most people don't know about? Probably that I am incredibly shy and that I actually don't enjoy public speaking even though I've presented at national and international conferences, I've, I, no. (laughs) So you don't enjoy it? I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy it. I've learned how to, to go through it and to do it well and to Mm -hmm. engage my audience, but I'd rather be in the background listening. (laughs) That's interesting. So maybe we'll have to interview you again and talk about how to do public speaking for introverts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a long journey, decades. <laughs> Are you by chance a Toastmaster? Not, and I've been thinking about it recently. I'm almost 50, and so thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. One thing I like to ask people, because it's very much related to pricing in their business, I'd like to first, if you can tell us a little bit about what you do, but then ultimately, how do you bring value to your clients? I use my decades of experience in curriculum development as a professor Mm -hmm. and my PhD research in adult learning. I bring that to the business owner and organizations to help them truly build a learning experience for an adult learner. What they do is they walk away empowered. They walk Mm -hmm. away understanding 
the background and foundational information. They understand how to strategically build an, mm-hmm. a learning experience for adults. And then they are empowered in their ability to facilitate, which mm-hmm. is so powerful, so powerful. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, what does having those things bring them? It brings them a sense of clarity as it relates to what they're doing with their service, Mm -hmm. you know, as coaches and as learning and development professionals, but on the end user side. So for their clients, their clients are actually learning the information. They're Mm -hmm. retaining the information Mm -hmm. and the skills, and then they actually apply it. Mm -hmm. And I, and that my experience is that's where things get lost is people aren't really retaining the information or the skills that they're learning. And so Mm -hmm. because they don't retain, they don't have the opportunity to apply it. And Mm -hmm. so they don't see the results. But when you know the right steps to take for Mm -hmm. adult learners, your client ultimately sees the results that you've promised and that they aspire to have. Mm -hmm. Wow, amazing. I love all things education related. (laughs) Either it was a past life or it's coming in a future life. I'm not sure which. (laughs) Okay, that's fantastic. Why don't we take a step backwards and you can share with us how you started your career and how you ended up with your own business. This is also something that people don't know about me Mm -hmm. is that I started my career in healthcare. So in division one athletics, so high Mm -hmm. level college athletics as a healthcare provider. And in that, I was constantly under high pressure and high stress developing these learning experiences for Mm -hmm. injured athletes. And then Mm -hmm. it transitioned to being an educator in healthcare. Mm -hmm. And so I got the foundations of curriculum development and assessment. Then on to working on my PhD. Thankfully to COVID, my heart goes out to lives lost, but Mm -hmm you know, thankfully to COVID with the shutdown, it gave me an opportunity Mm. to, to really assess where I was professionally and personally. Mm. And I had the opportunity to, to go into business for myself. And it's been absolutely amazing. (laughs) Amazing. That's wonderful. wonderful. And so how long have you been in, in your own business then? I have been, it has been about two years now. Okay. Yep. About two years, but I've, I, I got out of undergrad in 95. So mm-hmm. well over 25 years <laughs> of working <laughs> and preparing yeah. my journey. When I think back, right. you know, there's, it's easy to, to say there's a disconnect between healthcare and what I do now, but the reality mm-hmm. is it really prepped me for how to ask appropriate questions to really get at deep information. So it's, it's been right. an amazing journey. Right. I have a a similar path in the context that I started as a structural engineer designing buildings. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Right. And you're like, (laughs) but you're right. You know, it's, it gives you a skill set, whatever it is that you've done, you've done a skill set and there's always, you know, skills in the, in what you've done and what you've learned and and how you've done things that have led you to where you get, even if you aren't doing the same thing you studied in university or you set out to do originally, it doesn't mean that the first part of your life or your career was a total wash, right? Right. Right. (laughs) That's very important. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I find that when I'm working with my own clients, I go back 
mm. to that. Like those skills are, they always rise to the top when I'm right. starting with a new client. And then as we are progressing, then it, it moves along with my journey. So you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You saw, I remember you commented about the bridge. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the bridge in one of my my podcast episodes, and that's yeah, exactly. I, I found a way to bring it into <laughs> right, and that you know, Janine, I think that's important when people are taking on entrepreneurship and business mm-hmm. ownership that you don't disregard your past experience, mm-hmm. but reflect on it and find a way to take those skills and knowledge and to use it in in the present circumstance. Right, right, right. Very good. So when you first started to have, when you were having to price your offers, where in the world did you start with that? Such a journey. (laughs) I'm going to say probably like most people, I started pricing based on the hour Mm -hmm. because what I do comes easy to me. I was basing my pricing on, well, this is easy. Mm-hmm. And, and not really recognizing the value that I was offering someone else who doesn't have the 25 plus years of experience and knowledge. And, and so it, yeah, I, I was definitely <laughs> pricing my services <laughs> by the hour. And how did you decide what was a reasonable hourly rate? You know, I try in my life to be incredibly honest with people. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to be honest with you, Janine. <laughs> it was like a crapshoot. It really, I, I wasn't comparing my pricing to anyone else, but mm-hmm. I was just like, well, what, what sounds appropriate in okay. terms and, and how I was defining appropriate is, is completely I had no definition of it. And okay. so I, I really... I was able to make a profit, Mm -hmm. but it just was not consistent with the true value that I offer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What probably you want to call pricing by intuition, Mm -hmm. you know, to some extent. So you were just going with your, your intuition. I have another term for it. I call it pin the tail on the donkey price. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm guilty. I'm reformed though. I am reformed. I'm reformed. Excellent. So why don't you tell us about how you went from this intuitive or pin the tail on the donkey pricing to where you are now? What, what first was the indication that there was an issue or was there even an issue? Maybe there wasn't. Yeah, there was. Mm -hmm. And so while I was generating revenue, it wasn't matching my investment, right? My investment of time, my investment of energy. And, and so after a couple of months with that level of pricing is when I started to see some messaging around value pricing versus hourly pricing. And quite honestly, I started to really struggle with that concept as Mm -hmm. someone who has a PhD and published work. I know I have value and I know what I know, but how do I put a price tag on that? Mm-hmm. For me, it was relatively challenging to figure that out. But the more I had clients tell me mm-hmm. just how incredibly powerful the work is that we've done and that mm-hmm. I had more conversations with others, mm-hmm. what was the turning point for me 
is, okay, the fact that I have year, tw- two decades worth mm-hmm. of experience and I have a very specific credential mm-hmm. that, that I've published off of and that I use, mm-hmm. that is a very, that is a high ticket item in terms of offering a service to be able to share that with someone in a way that they can actually use it. It's taken quite some time. I would mm-hmm. say my full pricing journey has been about a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has really, it's really been about a year. And I, mm-hmm. I really believe that it's, it, it's still evolving. I was going to say, I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> It's, it's a, well, here's the thing. What happens as we get more comfortable, we gain more experience, we do new things in our business, you, we get in a comfort zone. And then the next thing we want is, you know, just outside our reach. And so we expand to go there. And what a lot of people do is their prices don't expand until way after they've stepped out into the comfort zone. Right. So pricing wise, they hang out in the comfort zone where they've already moved the business and themselves out, and then they have to catch up later on. So I think it's a constant evolution. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did get that from you is that it's one of the first introductions that I had to your world is your conversation around discounting. Mm -hmm. I wasn't discounting, but it was something I was constantly thinking about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, like the value, what is the message when you didn't discount ultimately? Mm -hmm. And, and then that really helped me with realizing this is an evolving process. What I'm working to do now is to stay ahead. Mm -hmm. Like you were saying, instead of staying in the place Mm -hmm. of comfort and reactively upping the price, rather, as I present a new service Mm -hmm. that the pricing matches that new service. Yeah. yeah. I recently had Amanda Berlin on my show. She was saying that she kept adding value and restructuring her offer, but not updating the price. And then at one point she ran into this problem where she realized, okay, I have a small program that has a price up here and a big program that has a price down here because she had been adding so many things into this one. It ended up with this huge price disparity that was completely illogical. I think that's something else a lot of people run into because we're always building and boosting and adding things or shifting things in the programs or in the offers that we make. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just talking with one of, one of my coaches Mm -hmm. yesterday about a a service that I'm going to offer next year. And she said, you know, you need to start thinking about pricing. And I was like, oh, I know, I know what do I, what do I do? So I just said, okay, that's not a conversation for this week. I'm going to use the holiday spirit to think about my pricing around that. (laughs) Do you find any challenges or is it easy for you to have those pricing discussions with prospect clients? Going back to my introvert personality, Mm -hmm. I I struggled with sales. That Mm -hmm. was another aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And this person that I was referring to is a sales coach. Mm -hmm. One of the things that she shared with me is your price is what it is. Mm -hmm. It, It just is what it is. For me, there was some work that I needed to do at the beginning mm-hmm. in a conversation with a prospective client that way I can really tailor my work is around tailoring services mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so to tailor the service 
the price just is what it is. And it may mean that one person's price is different from another person's right. price. Right. And that was something that early on I struggled mm-hmm. with because mm. um, I'm a rule follower and I, I believe in like everything should be fair to everyone. And, right. and it is fair and the pricing mm-hmm. is fair, but what I'm providing each person in terms of depth of service different. is different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. So right. it's a journey. It, it really, it has been such a journey. Yeah. I, I like that you bring that up because from my side, what I see people use, it should be fair as a defense mechanism. Oftentimes when they're talking to me or as justification, actually, it's really justification for the prices that they have. But our definition of what fair is, Mm -hmm. is so often so warped. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, it's not fair. It's not fair to like yourself or to the, you know, the entrepreneur, but then also different types of businesses will get different uh, value out of the same service. Uh, You'll go, you know, deep into detail with some and just scratch the surface with others, which are different levels of value that they can get. So it really, it's, it is quite variable. Yeah. And, and I was going to say it's, that level of fairness also is directed to yourself because mm-hmm. have you priced yourself low to match a basic service for one client, but yet you're spending hours and hours on another client. And mm-hmm. so there is this mismatch. I'm trying to work and in, walk into the next chapter of my life with ease and peace and calm, learning and, and dispelling some of the things that I've learned in the past mm-hmm. and, and having them transfer to this experience has really, and pricing is in fact, one of those things mm-hmm. that's been really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's certainly like, I think we've discussed before, it's not something that most people are taught, even as part of a coaching or business curriculum, it's very rarely actually taught step by step how to do it. You might be told about, well, these are different strategies that are available to you, but for most people, that's not enough for them to understand how to go about it. It is a journey. It is. And something I, you just made me think of in this country, at least, you know, conversations around salary are never discussed and it's, it's looked down upon. Mm -hmm. And, and I I firmly believe that once we are being honest and transparent Mm -hmm. about pricing, whether it's salaries, services, and products, whatever the case may be, that raises a person's level of comfort in having Mm -hmm. those conversations. But if the talking about price mm-hmm. is not the norm, it, it definitely makes it challenging for people. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it does. Absolutely. So Carrie, we need to start wrapping this up. I've got oh a few goodness, more questions so for you. I know it does. It <laughs> always goes so you fast. More. <laughs> so what's the one thing you'd like people to take away from our discussion today? Yeah, I would say that pricing, just like your entrepreneurial journey, it's yours. Like the pricing is yours. The journey is yours. And to just know that it all evolves and, and don't compare your pricing or your journey to the next person. It is really for you. It is really for you. And so just embrace the evolution. (laughs) 
embrace the evolution. That sounds like a lovely thing to have a nice big quote or (laughs) yeah, it really is an evolution. Next question. What is the best business advice you've been given? It's something that I didn't want to hear. And it, (laughs) it was to pick one area to start in. I had three loves, three passions that I wanted to follow through on when I first started. And I, it it was a stumbling block for me. So for anyone who is truly just getting started, pick one thing to start with. You can circle back, but just pick one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I'll confess. And those of you who have been following me since the very, very beginning, you already know this, but when I first started my business, there were three components, pricing, mindfulness, and communication. (laughs) And I literally, I had three different colors. So each, each topic had a different color. It was all on the same website. I was really trying to cover all my bases. (laughs) And then at one point I was like, wow, this is way too much work. is in all aspects it's too much work but what's what's (coughs) excuse me what's interesting is I dropped the other things but it's all incorporated in there anyhow right 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 right. and that's how mine is it's the the other two are definitely incorporated but just pick one pick one exactly pick one we could have a whole nother conversation about how to pick one yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely be wise but just pick one all right what's one business tip that you'd like to share with everyone honestly janine i really go back to staying focused on your own journey Mm -hmm. i used to tell my students that don't get caught up in comparing yourself to someone else Mm -hmm. It's most important that you are making the best decisions for your business. And it's easy to try to do what other businesses are doing to be successful. You can glean information from them, but it's most important that you make the best decisions that you're able to for your business. That's absolutely true. Stay true to yourself. Yeah. Very important. Okay. Two more questions. Okay. What's your favorite book or tool that you'd like to share with us? Okay. I hate all things technology (laughs) that people that, that are in my sphere. know. I talk about this. I don't like it. It is nothing technical based, but for me, honestly, in the journey of entrepreneurship, the book has been the Bible. It really has Mm -hmm. been it. I've worked really hard to lean on my faith during Mm -hmm. times of uncertainty, not knowing how to do things. And so it, it has really served me well in all aspects of my business. Wow. Amazing. Last question. If people would like to find out more about you, where can they go? They can visit me on my website. Mm -hmm. It's and it's learningandsolutions.com. And there's a, a wealth of information and insight and resources available. That's great. I will put that and any other links uh, we have for you. I'll put those in the show notes as well so that people can go click on that nice and easily. Thank you so much, Carrie, for being here with me today. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and that you shared so many wonderful things with us. It has been such a delight, Janine. Thank you for the invitation. And I'd love to chat with you again. (laughs)
Well, we thank you for listening to this episode of Live with the Pricing Lady, the podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, rate, review, and subscribe to it, then share it with your friends and colleagues. I love hearing back from you listeners. If you've got comments, questions, or topic ideas, go on over to thepricinglady.com and contact me there. Not sure where to start when it comes to improving pricing and profits? At thepricinglady.com, you can download a copy of my self-assessment pricing scorecard. Find out where it's going well and where you can begin improving. Or just simply book a discovery call with me. There we can discuss what's up with pricing in your business and how I might be able to help you. Thanks once again for joining. Remember, pricing can hurt or help your business. Let's make sure it's helping you reach your dreams. See you next time. And as always, enjoy pricing.